Hello and welcome back. I'm Don English and I'm excited, extremely excited to bring to you another version of our podcast. And with that, I want to bring to you a guest that we have today. And his name is Kayvon Lee. He is currently a student worker with San Bernardino County Superintendent of Schools in his first year. Welcome, Kayvon. Man, it's great to be here. I'm happy to be here, happy to talk to you and just dive in and see what we're going to talk about. I appreciate that. So tell, let's get right into it, Kayvon. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing. So when it comes to my upbringing, a lot of people don't know unless I say it that I was a former foster and homeless youth. So I've been through my trials and tribulations. I've been through poverty where we had to worry about what we're going to eat on the seventh day of the month because money and food ran out by the time of the month because we had to pay bills. My grandmother had to make sure that I got to school. She had to make sure I had clothes on my back. So money wasn't a big thing in my family. So we went through a lot of poverty. So, But that taught me one thing that I had to work for everything that I had. And I knew as growing up as a child that I did not want to live in that situation when I got older. Wow, Kayvon. That's, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm, I admire you uh, for what you've been through and been able to continue to strive to do your best. Tell us a little bit about your education. I believe education is... Very important, especially coming from foster and homeless youth, because we don't have that pedigree to where everything is just given to us. I had to work harder. I had to go beyond. I had to make connections and it all pays out. One thing that I learned that if you never give up, literally, if you never give up, you could accomplish anything you ever want. So I just graduated with my bachelor's. I'm going to go get my master's. And sooner or later, I want to get my EDD because I feel like that the next generation, I have to do this. It's not even for me at this point. At first, I was doing it for myself, but I'll find like I don't want to do it. So once I start thinking about, okay, there's another generation, there's another population looking at me because they believe that and they've been taught and told that they cannot achieve that amount of success, which is education, until somebody told me, like, Kevon, you could do this. You could become great. You could become an educator. So that's why I want to go get my doctorate, and I just want to just give back to them and show them that they have somebody they could look up to. So, Kayvon, as you know, uh, here in our Children Deserve Success mm-hmm. branch, we deal with foster youth and homeless youth, mm-hmm. as well as child welfare and attendance. And so, you know, with students returning to in-person learning, um, there are some concerns as it relates to the pandemic, as it relates to COVID-19. Um, what would you tell students in middle and high school and even elementary school um, as it relates to returning to in-person learning? I would say enjoy school definitely because you only live that amount of time. So being in high school or elementary, middle school one time, but also be safe. Because you got to think about your family at home. Maybe they have a condition that if they was to get COVID, it wouldn't be really good for them. Make sure you're wearing your mask. Make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure the people you're around are wearing their masks because you don't know where they've been from. But at the end of the day, while you're doing this, try to make the relationships and just have fun while you are in school. And what do you think that we as educators should be our top priority as we're dealing with students who are back in school for the first time in, say, a year and a half. How do you think we should relate to those students in regards to our expectations of them? I think the expectations should always be 
high because you want your students to be the best, but understand that they just went through a hard time. Some of them might have lost family members. I lost family members during the pandemic. So, and you got to think, you haven't seen them in a year and a half, so they're totally different people. They could have grown. You don't know what might have happened over the pandemic. So you have to be in their shoes. You can't just automatically think like, all right, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. You need to guide them because that's what us educators are here for. We're here to guide them, make sure that they are better for the next generation so they could teach to the next generation. And Kayvon, I heard you say that you're going to be starting your master's program. Um, where are you going to, where and when will that occur? So I start September 8th at Cal Baptist University. So right here in Riverside, I'm very excited. I'm going to go get my master's in higher education, leadership and student development. And I decided to do this because I was actually told my sophomore year that I would never get a higher education. And so I just graduated with my college diploma, and now I'm going to actually major in higher education just because that teacher told me that, okay, you couldn't do it. But I was glad that she told me, even though there was a lot of teachers that told me, like, Kevin, you can do this. I'm going to help you do, do, through, through the process. I'm going to help you. Whatever it takes, I'm going to help you get scholarship. But it was that one teacher that really motivated me and pushed me to the next level. So that's amazing because you used that as fuel versus using that to... Uh, encourage you not to try. Mm -hmm. So I, I really commend you for that. Tell me a little bit about the climate amongst your peers. W what have you all discussed as it relates to returning to in-person learning, returning to camp school campuses? So I feel like it's 50-50. Some people feel like it might not be the best thing because a lot of students, a lot of the young population do not get vaccinated. They believe they do not need to get vaccinated because we have been told on social media that young people aren't getting sick and if they are they're bouncing back so the mortality rate for the young people isn't high so a lot of them believe like okay i don't need a vaccine but they're not seeing the bigger picture and then you got other people who return back to campus and like okay i need to get this vaccine because i want to reduce my chances of getting covid because i have a grandmother at home or i have a mother at home and i don't want to get them sick so i feel like it's 50 50 um, usually all of them are excited to be back on campus because campus life is different. Being in school, actually communicating with the teachers, not through just a screen, is a lot better. And especially for me, it's a lot better than just being online. Wow. Um, you mentioned you were a former uh, foster youth mm -hmm. and uh, McKinney-Vento youth experiencing homelessness. And you work uh, with the Foster Youth Services Coordinating Program here at San Bernardino County Schools, as well as the Homeless Education Program. Mm -hmm. What do you think, or what have you seen as it relates to outreach from those programs? How are they assisting youth in schools, one? And then secondly, how do you relate to that? Do you think if you would have gotten more support, it would have assisted you as it relates to your situation being homeless and, and, and entering the foster care system? So... We here, we do amazing work. I never knew that there were people like this who do that. Because I live with my grandmother, so I was kinship. So when it came to um, services from foster and homeless youth, I didn't really get them because I didn't qualify, mostly because of them because of kinship. But with that being said, we do amazing things. Like we just gave out 10,000 backpacks, which so I think is amazing. I have little kids coming to me, literally little kids and mothers. Some of them were even crying because it was like oh, we didn't know if we was going to get a backpack. They wrote thank you letters. They were like, oh, my family can't afford it. Thank you so much for this backpack. 
And it's just the little things that we do. We giving our backpacks. They have big smiles on their face. And yeah, it just it is an amazing thing just to see that and see what we do. And then the community actually appreciates it. And so that's not, we don't boast about that. That's just what we do. Since I've been here, we've just been doing that. We've been giving services to all type of youth. And I think that's really what it's about. Outstanding. Yeah, we we try and serve all of our at Promise youth, whether that be homeless mm-hmm. or foster or youth who are experiencing um, uh, trials with and tribulations with the um, with the penal system as mm-hmm. well. So, um, well, I'll tell you what, you have been outstanding. I appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to continue in education. We need people like you. And if you were going to leave us with one thing uh, as it relates to um, not just our students, but our staff, our families, uh, in relationship to the last year and a half in the pandemic, uh, what would you leave us with? I will leave you guys with do not be satisfied with the goal. One thing I've learned over my years is that people, we set goals, and once we accomplish that goal, that's it. So when I was younger, I was like, okay, I want to lose this weight. So when I got down to that weight, I was satisfied. But then I had to realize, like, if I get satisfied, I'll gain the weight back. And so I I tell a lot of people when it comes to education, especially young kids who only 3% of foster homeless youth graduate from college. I believe like 50% graduate from high school or somewhere around there. That's not enough. We need to bring them numbers up. So your goal shouldn't be, oh, I want to graduate from high school. Because once you graduate from high school, then what? That you shouldn't be satisfied just with that. You should want to prolong that and reach other levels of success in your life. So I'll just be don't be satisfied with the bare minimum, but go further and beyond that you can even fathom. Kayvon Lee, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate your time, Kayvon. Outstanding interview. Keep doing what you're doing. Make a difference and transform lives in education. Thank you so much, Kayvon. Thank you.